Welcome to the Lead Draw Stuff podcast, a podcast designed to help you with your creativity. I just wanted to uh, thank Colin, who has uh, come along and is going to be um, co-hosting this podcast with me for the next foreseeable future until he gets bored um, or becomes internationally famous for his podcasting prowess and and leave <laughs> podcasting in the in the dust. Um, basically, my uh, main duty is to just nod. Well, actually, well, and as, <laughs> as it's an audio podcast, that's going to work really well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as as I was kind of discussing with Colin off air uh, and convincing him to come on air with me. Uh, doing these solo podcasts is, is not a lot of fun um, as far as I don't kind of react very well with that. And so it's one of the key things that you've got to learn when, you, when you're looking at any creative endeavor is you've got to find what works for you. And, and what works for me is having someone else to bounce off. So that is what I've sought out. And Colin has very kindly taken some time out of his, his um, I wanted to do, I was going to sing the jingle for your podcast instead of the name of it. Um, <laughs> Is still under wraps. Uh, Colin does a, a podcast called Still Under Wraps uh, that you can find at all good podcast delivery services. Um, and yeah, so he's very kindly taking a little bit of time out from that and is joining me for the Lead Draw Stuff podcast. So thank you very much for that, Colin. Oh, look, I was glad that I could pencil you into my uh, busy schedule. <laughs> um, so this so we've been, we've had a couple of I've had a couple of weeks off from doing the podcast, um, so we're kicking back in, and basically, yeah, just um, what we'll be doing every each week we'll be covering off what the creative prompt is for the week, uh, talk about a little bit of art arty stuff, um, and maybe do a roundup of the previous week just to give everyone an idea of what we've got in store. So yes, so Colin, would you like to hear? what this week's creative prompt is. And I'm, I'm being very, I'm not going to spoil this. You will hear this, Colin will hear it live every week before, um, before it gets, That's right. gets a preview of it. So, I, I am completely clueless as to what it is uh, going to be. So there may be a big pregnant pause as I process the, uh, the concept. I very carefully chose Colin to co-host because I knew there wouldn't be any swear words uh, straight after whenever I, <laughs> make one of these suggestions now this week's is a it's a long one uh i've been trying to keep them a little bit shorter but uh the idea behind the creative prompts is that often you see in these like 30 days of drawing or 30 days of writing prompts and stuff it's often one word is your prompt and that's it and i'm kind of i wanted to give a little bit more uh to get the creative juices flowing so this week's is and i've written it down so i can um, read it out properly the cover of a book that doesn't exist but you'd love to read oh cool yeah. okay so it's not catchy yeah. i wouldn't put that on a t-shirt uh but it is so what that is is it's it's a cover of a book that you that hasn't hasn't been produced uh but you would love to read and i say the cover because it's a um obviously that's from an illustration point of view you could jump straight in and draw a cover for a book. And that's what I'm going to do. Um, but from yep. a writer's point of view, if you were looking kind of using that as a, as a stepping stone to kind of a broader idea of like, what's a book that you'd love to see and describe that. Yep. book, And that might give you the, the almost the, the blueprint of writing a book you'd like to write or just 
idle fantasy of a book that you'd love to have read. Um, my example, and I won't ask Helen for an example straight away because... Oh, well, I, I confess that I immediately had some uh, thought processes. Oh, what, 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 what was your immediate thought? thought? Um, well, it, it's sort of more a, a cinematic approach. I, <laughs> I, I claim to be guilty of uh, seeing things uh, cinematically, visually, as opposed to um, illustrative. So, How, um, how many yeah. people have watched your short movie on um, YouTube now? Way too many. And it's a curious thing. We're in the hundreds of thousands at this stage, are we not? Uh, we are. We are indeed, yes. Um, but yes, I, I instantly <laughs> I thought of... I just there. <laughs> I, I instantly saw a uh, very dusty library. So, uh, yes. Cool. I, I can I, um, see an angle there. Well, originally when I wrote this, because uh, I wrote this list out ages and ages ago, and at the original one when I was thinking this, was, I was thinking like the never-ending story of this kind of, yeah, like this big leather book with something uh, enigmatic on the, on the cover that kind of draws you in type of thing. And I've always had that from a childhood point of view of watching never-ending story when I was a kid. Yeah. And, yeah. and that you know, I can't remember the name of the whatever the thing is on the cover, but the, the two snakes oh, the devouring each two other. Two snakes, yes. Or one snake devouring itself or whatever. Um, it, it's such an intriguing, wonderful kind of, you know, entry into the imagination. So um, for me... Yeah, and it's quite a common trope too, as in like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, the, the book itself doesn't exist, but the book that's actually an to the- extraordinarily good example actually yeah that's i hadn't thought of that that's this is why we're doing it this way because i hadn't thought of that at all um but yeah you you've got a, a book about a fictional book uh which is yeah and, and one of my favorite books of all time so uh the book that i will probably draw for the so every week there's a little graphic which goes with this of course and i've been rolling my and i love those uh, well, I've been, I've been rolling my kind of um, creative, my creative prompt. Is, is, I've been doing that for that um, instead of doing a yeah. second one because I just don't have the time. Um, so I've been making a bit more of an effort of making those kind of really pop. Um, and I was really, last week's, I was really happy with last week's, which was um, the Undersea yeah. Adventure. Um, I, love I love drawing on submarines and stuff. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Yes. Well, I, I'm still so, working on mine with that one. And, yes, it's... Uh... Which is a great example too of there is no kind of set time for this. If you if you see one of these creative prompts and you go, you know what, that's really good, and then you put it on the shelf and come back to it, uh, you know, months later, that's still awesome. That that's fantastic, and you should still share that with everyone. Um, for me, I'll probably do something along the lines of um, Jurassic Park three. Now, I understand that there was a Jurassic Park three film. I get that, but it had did not really involve Michael Crichton. Um, no, well, okay. anyone who's kind of read Jurassic Park 1 and 2 or The Lost World and Jurassic Park um, knows that The Lost World was uh, the film was woeful compared to the hugely superior book of The Lost World and I've always kind of wondered that like where he might have gone with it further down the track um, I don't think he would have gone to Jurassic World um, just personally uh, but I really do like the concept of Jurassic Park 3 because Jurassic Park 3 uh, has a really good premise but just was delivered poorly 
uh, yep. extremely poorly. Um, some extremely irritating characters, uh, yeah. a complete misunderstanding of where the T-Rex is in the chain of things. The T-Rex is the hero. It's always the hero. Yeah. Don't try and yeah. replace it with a Spinosaurus. No one cares. Um, everyone hates the Spinosaurus. <laughs> Spinosaurus is no one's favourite. Um, so the Spinosaurus will not be on the cover of my um, Jurassic Park sequel. Uh, I'm not sure what I'll do, but it'll be some variation, obviously, of the T-Rex uh, the T-Rex skeleton as have appeared on each of the Jurassic Park yeah. up to date. So that's my yeah. kind of approach to that. So I'll probably do something like that. And, but the other little element to that is I also get to dream up what a third title might have been. So that's going to be a bit of fun uh, as well. So I get to do a bit of both and that's what I'm hoping for out of this creative thing. So uh, unfortunately it's the middle of the day and I plan on having us out by the afternoon. Uh, so I can't take a shower to, to, kind of where I usually do all my thinking for these things. Um, it would be... That would explain the smell too. This is it. Um, so usually, yes, usually I, I will say that the shower is my number one place for thinking, which is no great, no good for the water, uh, the water bills. But, um, yeah, creativity-wise, it's worked out well. I used to actually have um, those crayons that you could draw on the walls. Oh, no. <laughs> where I used to kind of... But I tell you what... They don't come out of the grout as well as they no. say they do. No. So, not, uh, so yes. Um, so, our, <laughs> it took me, I think, about six months to get all of the, um, the water crayon out of the um, shower. Uh, and so, I have not taken them back in again. So, yeah. Um, now, I just, uh, yeah, Colin mentioned last week uh, he's still working on an idea for his. I don't know if you'd want to share that at all or if you're going to leave it until you, you realise it. Uh, look, it's interesting that growing up, and it probably would have been about grade two or three, I suddenly developed an absolute obsession with drawing scuba divers. Yeah. And from, from various, and, and it was probably the first time that I tackled drawing people and people from different angles, uh, more advanced than from stick figures. Um, and so I'm interested to see how much I can recall from that experience and, yeah, and talking, try and recreate that. Are we talking um, present day scuba divers or are we talking like old school um giant kind of helmets and stuff like no, that. No, 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 no. With, with, with the, the masks and the, the, yeah. the tanks on the back and the bubbles. Bubbles. Oh, nice. uh, I, I, I got absolutely obsessed with bubbles as well. So. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. I think, so um, I think it went back to Sequest for me. Sequest right. um, the ultimate kind of realisation of, I, I guess, a very accessible... I think, I think when I realised that space shuttles were the only sh spaceships we had, as much as I yeah. love the space shuttle, uh, at the same time, I realised that we were very limited by what we Yes. Had. Yes, I, I was much the same. Um, like, it, a, like a space station was never... It was The space station, the International Space Station is amazing. However, it's no Space Dock 1. Um, no. You know, it, it's no kind of Thunderbird 5, I think, is... Yeah, I think it's five. Yeah. Space station. Yeah. So it was none of those. Uh, but, it, you know, it's very cool in itself. So I think when I was growing up, I kind of realised that underwater, a lot of the equipment looks so cool. 
like yeah you know and it, actually the old school equipment looks cool um but it was like i grew up on um voyage of the bottom of the sea and yep. you know even um you know the, the sorry you well were... my, mine uh sort of goes back to c lab 2020 which oh, was yeah. a uh, animated series that i think has been commandeered by uh, has indeed <laughs> somebody else and uh, made adult to be somewhat more adult than uh, i recall yep. um, but yes that that really got my uh, underwater excitement happening yeah oh look uh, I think, as a kid yeah i mean going back and looking and actually even thunderbirds too i don't know about yes. you like in australia thunderbirds used to be on at five o'clock in the morning i don't understand yes like saturday morning five o'clock it was the show that you if you happen to wake up in time awesome but I don't. I have very strong memories of watching Thunderbirds, bleary-eyed, because I was up way too early, and, yep. and not probably wrapping my head around the show as best I could, because um, this is pre-coffee um, to a point, of <laughs> pre, pre any coffee. Um, so yeah, I, I used to watch kind of Thunderbirds, and I used to love. I had a Thunderbirds twenty something book, so they remade Thunderbirds as an animated show at one stage. Set it in the future. Yes. And this book was a huge influence on my life. And I'd love to, I should look it up on eBay because you can buy anything on eBay from your childhood nowadays. Um, what it was, was um, it had not necessarily detailed schematics, but it had listings of each of the different Thunderbird um, vehicles. And in this advanced show, they were different to the original ones, but the original ones right. were awesome. And so, you know, each had all this different equipment that did specialty stuff. Uh, and I kind of, I, I poured, I had no idea what I was looking at. I had no idea that this wasn't Thunderbirds or, or there was some different version of Thunderbirds. But I really fell in love with this idea of all these different vehicles kind of set aside and they have specialty things and they have arms yes. that do things and blah, blah, blah. And I just fell in yeah. love with that. And I think that really influenced me from a creative point of view of how I think about um, you know, concepts of shows and, and well, properties. Like when I'm kind of writing an idea, I'll, I'll, I'll want to kind of go, okay, well, that's cool. Well, we have a submarine that has, you know, retractable arms and blah, 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 and all that type of stuff. All yep. because yep. influenced me. So I really, really enjoy that stuff. So the underwater stuff became this natural, because there's so many different things you could do with that like, you know, the deep sea submersibles and stuff, they all look yep. like Thunderbird stuff. Uh, yes, yeah. Which is neat. So I always enjoyed that. I have no desire to go under the water myself. Um, I've seen... I'll, I'll, I think the abyss <laughs> did my head in as far as that was concerned. Oh, I Isn't it wonderful? So yes, I love the abyss so much. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I'm not a, I, it's, yeah, it's not my idea of a good place to be. Um no. Yeah, I just, I, no. I just, yeah, it's very alien. It's very, I, I'm, I'm not, I, I, I've been scuba diving, or scuba, scubaing, not diving, just scubaing. No, no, the, just the top. Um, you, you need to be able to still see light. I think. Yes, so. I need to be able to see light, and also, um, <laughs> I, I'd like to stand. I've been on the Great Barrier yeah. Reef, and you can't stand on the Great Barrier Reef because you, you could basically put coral through your feet and you shouldn't yeah, be damaging yeah. coral reef anyway. Um, and coral is extraordinarily sharp and very, very stingy. 
um, because it has all sorts of weird microbes that get into your skin and makes sadness happen. Um, yes. Not personal experience. I'm not going to, I, I may have, I may have kicked a reef in my day, um, but I, I, I'm just accidentally horizontal in the water. And uh, like I always just naturally try and stand. Um, yep. Yep. It was a weird kind of sensation for me. And also, yeah, it was at the time I was somewhat large than I am now. And um, it was uncomfortable getting into a wetsuit. <laughs> I did not look like... I can a- relate to that. I can really relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, as the wetsuits had to keep going up type of thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, yes. Um, so, yeah. So, that's what this week is. And we'll be doing this hopefully weekly. Um, we'll see how we go on how our schedules go. Um, the prompts themselves will come out weekly, definitely. But, um, you know, we may... Oh, we might we'll try and manage our time in such a, way, a manner that we can we can get these to go out weekly uh let us know if you uh, if this was helpful uh let us know if you've done the creative prompt from any week uh we definitely want to hear that uh, just you can tag us um, using the creatively i didn't pick it i might add the um creatively hashtag which was crowdsourced on twitter um, so that's hashtag creative lee um or if you literally just tag me or colin and say yes i did this that will do the job as well i suspect um but i do recommend yeah, yeah get out there and share it um yeah scary people are mean. it is extremely <laughs> scary <laughs> and people are extremely mean um for some reason uh but try and try and if you don't share it with public try and find someone that you that you respect because i always kind of say um, like I don't want some random stranger's opinion on my work. Um, I don't care for it. I don't respect it. It's not of any interest to me whatsoever. But what I am interested, I do have uh, I do have people that I respect and and like their opinions, and and um, they're the people that I'm I would quietly go to and say, what do you think of this? Um, and that that's the feedback yeah. I'm seeking. Um, I'm not necessarily seeking seeking the the opinion of some random person in the middle of nowhere who. No, no, we're, we're aiming for a happy place. I think. I think so too. If you've got nothing nice to say about it, then just walk on, because yeah. your your mean comment to whoever's doing whatever, it's not. I don't. I, it's it's not of value, and no, you're not helping them in any way. Shape. Uh, I, I certainly know that my little um, scuba divers uh, are no Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah. Um, who I believe... Be the uh, uh, say, Don't be silly. It's fine. Um, which is neat. Uh, everyone be like Bob. Um, so thanks very much for listening. And you, if you are listening for the first time on iTunes, uh, why not give a, a, a positive rating? As we said, let's keep everything positive. Uh, I'm not on your podcast Absolutely. giving you a negative review. So, you know, why not give us a positive review if you, if you didn't mind this and um, subscribe. Anything you'd like to add, Colin? No, I look just, I, I think if we can uh, encourage any type of uh, media, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a drawing. It doesn't have to be a, um, you know, that's the key thing. It's like to run with this as a musical, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, 
you know, I come from primarily an illustrator point of view, but that's definitely not what these are aimed at. These are aimed at, you know, if you've, if you want to write a poem about this, then go for it. If you want to, um, I've seen some great cross stitching happening out there yeah. on Twitter. Uh, if you want to cross stitch your, you know, the, the book that you wish existed, that's awesome. I think that would be so cool. Uh, knit a book, knit a book cover. Yes. Um, knit a book. <laughs> that type of stuff. I just, yeah, I, I just had fun with it. And that's really all it is. Something serious. So, okay. Well, thanks very much, everyone. And we will be back next week and we will be a little bit more prepared because uh, I sprang this on, on Paul Colin um, one afternoon. And he Absolutely. He wasn't ready. He just answered the phone and that was his mistake. <laughs> I've got you on block from now. 